ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome to a special episode of Money of Maniacs. We are currently in perhaps the most aggressive, is aggressive a good way to describe? I mean, a malicious. Malicious ice malevolent, storm. Malevolent, yes. A- actively attacking the region. It's true. Yeah. It's strangely just southern Michigan. <laughs> yeah, strangely uh, about a hundred mile radius in southern Michigan. Just destroyed by an ice storm. Mm-hmm. So we're talking to you, not live of course, but we were talking from the throes of said ice storm. I, last time we checked the temperature in this room, it was somewhere around 25 degrees. And dropping. And dropping. Dropping by the second. So who knows if our sound equipment is going to be able to make it through this. We've already killed the dog. Used it for body heat. Used it. Used it for body heat. We've. Um, I mean, I'm, look, I'm looking at Dylan now <laughs> as a potential. Oh come on! Come so on. you know I don't. I actually, don't actually, first off, it would be Josh, 100. Yeah, percent Josh would yeah. be going down first. Uh-huh. Who's here uh, as well? But he's just, he's in such a pile of fur. Yes. He he was the one, of course, that skinned the dog. Yes. He is, he, is now, he is now in a pile of dog furs. Yes. Uh, opposite of all the neighborhood dogs that he has yes. also and killed. He keeps asking us to get in there with him naked for body heat and yeah, all that stuff. Just, and I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think I he's got ulterior motives. Yeah. yeah. I think we pay him too much for that. I mean, if we paid him nothing, then I would like feel sorry for him and do so. But mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, we, we've paid, at least we have paid him in one dog fur at this point. Yes. So, you know, he's, he has received the barter, The barter system uh, goes that far. But yes, we are... As you can see, we are, we are doing this by candlelight, mm-hmm. trying our best to maintain our responsibility yes. as broadcasters to you guys. It's just entirely journalistic honesty and integrity that yes. is keeping us here. You know, because you know, it, I mean, we've we never would be doing an injustice to the people if we did not record an episode and give it to them, regardless of the environmental circumstances. Exactly, yeah. I and mean, we have not skipped an episode yet. Yep, that's never once. Never once. Never, never once has, has there ever... been a week without an episode. <laughs> <laughs> that has never happened. Never once happened. You know, it, it, uh, God and dare I say, and or Satan. Yeah, who is attacking Southern Michigan at this I, point? You can't say and on that one. I don't think. I don't, or, I don't think they're tag teaming. <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> they might have the. They might have had two separate plans to yes. enact justice upon Southern there's Michigan. A Venn diag- happened there's to, a Venn diagram, and that Venn diagram is centered around Southern Michigan, yes, Hillsdale yes, County, yes, in exactly. Hillsdale County, Michigan. Yeah, so. strikingly, God's country and the devil's country uh, simultaneously. <laughs> I think that's actually a good way to describe yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's so together. yeah, things have been pretty rough. Mm-hmm. We were without power for a little while, but Dylan has been without power for much longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things are things are pretty tough. Uh, we just don't have internet. We are. I, I have no idea. Actually, I'm thinking. I'm like, I don't know. Tomorrow, actually, I'm going to upload this episode. <laughs> uh, True. So yeah, that we can later post it. Uh, Editing is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just. But yeah, I mean. But we will find whatever avenue we have to. Yes. Right. Because again, journalistic integrity. Journalistic integrity. Yeah. It's about getting the story mm-hmm. out. And the story is, we are on the ground floor. <laughs> of Southern Michigan, or in the basement at this point. We are in the basement yes. right now, freezing our our tokuses off. Yeah. For the sake of content. For the sake of content. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's been pretty intense. It's been wild, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I I was at Walmart over the weekend, and the lady was like, I went into a into the farm store in Coldwater Family Farm and Home, mm-hmm. and she said that they had sold somewhere in the north of like two hundred generators. They mm-hmm. totally emptied their stock out. Everybody didn't have power. It's been like street to street still. Mm -hmm. There's still places without power. A lot of places, including my place, that don't have internet in Hillsdale proper. A lot of places in Jonesville don't have power. Well, I mean, uh, we were on national news, Jonesville, for the sheer number, sheer amount of ice, I would say, that fell upon our Yeah, it was was, was strangely beautiful, though, in a lot of ways. And um, I was walking Well, yeah, in the way that like a car accident is beautiful. Well, Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. (laughs) (laughs) But I was walking around, and you could see that the, you know, there was every individual branch was just encased in in a half an inch of ice half from an what inch I of ice yes i uh during the worst of it when all the power went out i was playing uh board games at a friend of mine's house who lives across the street from me so i didn't like leave my wife at home while i you know gallivanted halfway across the state or whatever i just walked across the street for a few hours and while i was there the fact that you felt like you had to justify that well i only be... say that because my mom called me while i was there and she said is your is your wife home in the dark i'm like oh she's i i called her a few minutes ago she's fine um but the while i was there all the lights went out we actually had a very interesting game of frost grave that we played 
by candlelight mm. and by lamplight, which is very cool. It was fun. There was, you know, a lot of beer and a lot of boys and just having a great time while literally transformers were exploding outside. <laughs> I went outside to go to the bathroom and I could see over the hill because I, I, I like live a few blocks away from the middle school, but like over by the middle school, you it, like a fireball just yeah. explodes in the distance. You know, like there's a there's a cloud of purple and red. It's right. kind of like it's kind of like how in COVID there was this period of time where everybody was like, "Oh, this is kind of fun. Like this is a whole <laughs> fun little thing that we're doing." And then it, uh, you know, as longevity sets in, it yeah, just, I don't think uh, I don't disastrous. I, based on what I saw online and the conversations we've had in person, I think it was just so bad. I don't think that anybody felt like they were having a good time. I think no, we yeah, individually yeah. did because it was like me and a bunch of people who really didn't have anything to worry about. But yeah. there was a lot of people who seriously got had some serious problems. No, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's. One of the longest weeks of my life, I would say, yeah. dealing with all of it. Because so, you, you, you lived in exile. I did. I did. I was out of, out of my homeland uh, and was uh, metaphorically out for 40 years uh, at the very least. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. You committed your own exodus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, because of the, the sins committed in this home. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I think that the killing the dog probably yeah, just bought you another yeah, exactly. 40. exactly. Jeez. Uh, no, so... Any dang way, uh, yeah, I, having to live outside of your house in another person's home that doesn't have internet is yeah. tough. That is <laughs> tough because the one I would say escape often, right, when it's like, okay, well, so, you know, I love my in-laws. Yeah. And, it, you know, and we, we had a great time in general. Uh, but, like, you know, there's a period of point where everybody's like, all right, now let's all do our own little thing. <laughs> but you can't do your own little thing. You didn't bring a book? Well, no, because we... Because we anticipated that the power would have been on in yeah. like, you know, five to t- 20 hours. They didn't have a book. They didn't even have like one of those like, you know, well, 25, two, you know, 250 movie fun facts or <laughs> along those lines. Uh, well, we just sat and we read Trivial Pursuit cards for oh, 75 cool, hours. Cool. It like, was great. Whoa, did you know that the Condors got <laughs> <laughs> the wingspan? Yeah. Oh, well, Washington's Eagle. Yeah, we talked about that yes, previously. Yes. yes. Uh, but, you know, uh, with that in mind, oh, the dog is growling. Uh, she's coming back to life. Apparently, the dog is coming back to life, and it is growling at us. Oh, Jesus! Some zombified. It's probably that Josh that. is being strangled by the pelts that he is yeah. currently wrapped in. Yes, yeah, so I feel like that that blanket you're wearing might be uh, part of the foundation for that. Oh yeah, she's not. She doesn't like the blanket. You don't think? Oh, it looks like a lot of eyes. So that makes oh, sense. That's true. The evil um, eye. But no, yeah. I mean, that's and that's the thing. It. It just added, exasperated the issue. And the thing about it was is I still had data, so I could still do things, but I would always do them at a painfully slow pace. So yep. it just made it more of an exercise in futility of like, oh, I got to do something to distract myself, but everything I do just reminds me of the fact that I am... Just reminds me of her. Yes. Internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, actually speaking of Trivial's Pursuit, uh, during the throes of the power being out, I very rarely got data. I actually was dataless for most of it. Mm-hmm. I was dataless and powerless. And uh, but during the throes of the of it, I got a little bit of data, and I was reading about how to become a how to train to win Jeopardy. Mm. And it's just like you imagine. I thought there would be some sort of special strategy or like something that people do. They're, they just, just read trivia. It's just like buy flashcards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. Just imagine that stack of flashcards. Flashcards, yeah. yeah. Except for there's a there's like a couple of things. Like there's like this website that you pay like a subscription fee to, and all the money goes to Parkinson's relief. So I don't know why you have to pay a subscription. I thought fee you were going to just end at Parkinson's. It goes to Parkinson's. It's, yep. it's in support of Parkinson's. <laughs> Making sure more people get Parkinson's, but you got to make you got to make some uh, pro, you got to do some morally dubious things to be good at Jeopardy. Yes, exactly. Um, you got to break a few eggs. To they make do like they do test prep that they update fairly regularly. Yeah, but um, there's a whole book on just how to use a buzzer properly. <laughs> it's called Art of the Buzzer. Like and, a whole book? Yeah, it's like, like I, it how looked, many pages? I assume it's like not like can't be more than forty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a whole you can buy a whole book on how to you know. When to, to how to train yourself mentally and physically to mm-hmm. hit the buzzer when mm-hmm. you know an answer, mm-hmm. like you have to sit there with it and like while you're doing the cards, you know, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, hey, what's uh, this national flag? <laughs> Nigeria, you know what I mean? Well, it's crazy to me that you would. I don't know what the application process for the show is like, but you oh yeah, train yeah. Oh, for it's years, years and years and never get on Jeopardy. Well, I, yeah, you can, you can. Most people who do train though, I, from what I've heard, like it's, you're pretty likely actually to get on Jeopardy if you're good. Yeah, because how it works is you every month. I think every month, I think they record like once a month or something. No, um, 
And every month they have a new, I don't know if it's every month, don't quote me on this, but they have a new trivia test mm. that they put on the website and you have to do it. And if you succeed and you get like a high enough score, then you like meet with the producers mm. in a Zoom call or whatever. And then they decide if they want you on TV. And then which, you go out Which for reminds a week. me, you know what would be a great guest for the podcast would be Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that be if we could make that? That'd it be out of control. That would be insanity. We'd have to actually get that studio ready first if we were to actually yeah, get exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're not. He's not going to come down to our basement. I don't think, <laughs> uh, or my basement. For those of you who don't know, Pat Sajak, who's on Wheel of Fortune, very different. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just game shows. You know, yeah, we're yeah, association. Uh, yeah. He he's he is in Hillsdale fairly often. So yeah, um, it could be. Who knows? We'd have to. Raise our profile. Everybody at, at Pat Sajak. At Pat Sajak. <laughs> he is actually very active on Twitter, so mm-hmm. that is something you can do. You That's can true. at Pat Sajak to come on to Monomaniacs yeah. podcast. Oh, uh, just a fun additional thing. What? Uh, so not only was I in Exodus, uh, I was in Exodus without a vehicle, without a car. That's true. Because uh, because a power line fell across my driveway. <laughs> yeah. Um, we could not get the cars out of the driveway. Uh, and so we were trapped either here or wherever we were at. And so we couldn't even, you know, escape from whatever location we were staying at at the current moment. Uh, which, you know, led to you giving us a ride, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on one particular occasion uh, on Saturday morning. It's true. I, um, you know. We had breakfast at our good friend Joel Scholes. Mm-hmm. I drove out to North Adams. I picked you up and I brought you back in one piece. Yeah, yeah, but though I do feel like you're bearing <laughs> the lead a little bit on it. Ah, uh, no, uh, not at all, not at yeah, all. I mean, because I guess it is important that we were in one piece and we did survive. But uh, in the interim, in that between <laughs> getting picked up and arriving at Joel Scholes' house, uh, we in fact. Uh, got into a car wreck accident. No, none, I, the none of the things. The definition of this is still tumultuous to me, or nebulous to me. <laughs> it's a snafu. We got in a car a snafu. Sna- yeah, I mean, I'd like to hear if there is a, a legitimate description, because when I when I say car accident, people assume that somebody got hurt real bad. No, not at all. And, or if I say car wreck, that, it's, that implies wreck. that the car is destroyed, right? In this instance... Uh, we simply lost all control of a vehicle uh, and slid off of the side of the road down into a ditch uh, on farmland. Yes, right? and then drove through the farmland. That's something we did, for sure. Yes, that is something that did happen. Now, what the actual definition of what that could be is yes. a question. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know, or the exact title of it. but <laughs> The dog, she's <laughs> trying to discipline the dog right now. He took off the furs, always smacking the zombie dog with the furs. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we just uh, ended up off the road. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, we did drop about six and a half feet uh, yes. off the off that. It wasn't a small drop. This was a no. Uh, but a, luckily a, a for you, off of the edge of a cliff. Luckily, a luckily for you, I drive. Um, you know, well, I, I mean, who, if you call that driving, well, I wasn't. You know, who knows if I was driving when that happened? Uh, <laughs> but I do drive, and what we the vehicle that we were in was a. Uh, lifted Jeep Grand Cherokee. And uh, you're supposed to mud with those. Mm. Those are off-road vehicles. Is that just, so that justifies it then? This justifies, well, or is saying, this just a lucky coincidence? I'm saying that uh, I felt safe going out on the roads knowing that I was in such a vehicle. Mm. Mm. High safety rating, very reliable. You know, we hit a patch of ice and things went out of control. But yeah, I mean, whoever was driving at that moment, yeah, yeah, definitely. I wonder what was going through their head at that time when they they got out of control and fishtailed <laughs> off into the actually. Into the, I, yonder. I, think, I think that they're very calm. Yeah, I think they were so calm that it was disconcerting how calm they were about the whole situation. <laughs> to be to be honest, I mean, uh, the fact uh, that they got out of the car and looked and said, "Oh." Didn't bend anything. The, the frame looks good. Let's a go. And then we proceeded to drive. What would be preferable for them to do? Be like, oh, man, geez, Louise. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. That was rough. That was a bad one. My bad. And then, did, I don't know. It was a freak accident. <laughs> I, 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 I know that you have constructed a, 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 li- a timeline true. of events. Not true. A timeline of events that apparently occurred, but that was not true. Yes, it, dude, dude. 
You you there was to not no 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 exactly there was the there was not on the way from that point to our destination. No changes in the driving methodology. I sl- what what in- yes because I was driving just fine. No, but it's psychotic to assume that you were based off of an accident on an icy road. No no right? no, no no. So what to, to come out of it immediately be like. That wasn't my fault. Not my bad. Uh, we're just no, going to keep it, doing what we're it, doing. Because it, what, what, what would have been a prefer? Wait, you want me to go to 15 miles per hour? Was that what we were hoping for? I don't know. I mean, maybe some sense of you know acceptance and uh, you know dialing back for the sake of making everybody feel as though we were all on the same page there. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. You know, actually, there's something that really would have made that happen. Mm-hmm. It was called communication. <laughs> It's not called. It's called not being a sneaky bitch. And a like saying, bitch? It's saying that that you felt that way, dude. What am I supposed to do? If you'd I'm be like, car- slow the hell down. You can say that. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd be like, whatever, dude. Whatever, frick, man. And oh, you could, or or you could say, or now you don't even have to do that. You could you could be an adult, and you could say, hey, Shadrach, a, a man who drove all the way out to North Adams in the ice to pick us up for a stupid breakfast. All right. The breakfast was not. The stupid. breakfast was not stupid. The breakfast was great, but you could say. Hey, Shad, could you, just for everybody's feelings, could you please slow down? If, you, if, it, if, the, if that was so important to you. I did it for the exact same reason. But instead we have to litigate this on podcast no. because you refuse to just be fr- frank with me. Just right. be frank with me. In the moment. Don't I, be Dylan, be frank. <laughs> In the moment, all right? There I was. There I was. Completely flabbergasted. Shooketh. Without my usual... Uh, aptitude for conversation and social cues, unable to navigate the situation, right? To to paint yourself as the victim in this circumstance is insane. <laughs> no, 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 the reason I'm saying so is because in our post-mortem, you, you've constructed a fake version of events. Sometimes things like that just happen. And I'm not going to sit there in the driver's seat and wring my hands and do the thing where you go, man, wasn't that crazy for the entire ride home? I'm not going to do that, right? I have to focus. I had to focus. I had to focus on getting us home. Oh, goodness gracious. Right? Or getting us to breakfast. To getting us to breakfast. Yes. Right? Which I risked my life in order and, to- And ours as well. No. Well, you risked <laughs> your life by getting in the car and joining me in which listen, I was listen, already listen, risking listen, my listen, life. This sounds like we're, we're entering into trolley problem territory. Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're entering into you're losing the argument, so now you're, you're, no, you're bailing no, out. No, this. that is not true. 100%. No, no. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. This is compelling radio. <laughs> <laughs> this is compelling radio. We have radio. struck upon perfect content. Well, I said, so, look, I, I, don't, I don't think that you. Look, I'm sorry if I didn't, you know. Do the thing where I turned around and said, "Is everybody okay?" I'm sorry about that. I should have I should have thought about feelings. But what I was thinking about is, well, we got to get back, and so I did what I had to do. I went over there and I had to do what I had to do. Uh, okay. Well, you know, I accept your apology. I I also don't think that uh, look, I, you're going to call me defensive you're gonna call me an idiot but i don't think i did anything wrong i think that literally we hit a patch of ice and i went over and i know that in the postmortem you have constructed this whole thing about a car coming you're talking the about a post- direction you're talking about a postmortem i haven't even described to the people okay yes. well, so he claims that a car came I, in I, our I, direction i can speak for myself okay okay, okay. a car came <laughs> we turned a corner a car came on the opposite side of the road Shad moved away from the car a little bit too far towards the ditch, overcorrected back into the road, started to fishtail and lose control. No, see, that's not true. It's just not true. Because, and so in my first off, there was no fishtailing. The fishtailing did not occur. Literally, we were going straight and we just kept going. We lost some back wheel traction and we kept going, right? Look, there was that car did pass us, mm-hmm. but in the event, you mentally, which makes sense because you were far more stressed apparently than I was, you constricted the, t- the event into happening in a much shorter period of time. That car had gone past us like 30 seconds ago. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? This is not, this, this is, there's no way we can actually litigate this because this yeah. is just a, no, I know. Both I of know. our perspectives on the situation. But, but what kind I'm of saying situation. is that, like, and based on my recollection, all right, 
We right, may well, have been I say based off of my recollection. We may have been coming out of a curve, right? Mm. But I believe I, I I have my in my brain until you mentioned it. I wasn't even like I did not when we were when we when we were going over the edge and when like going in the, over the edge. It wasn't six feet tall. Okay, you blundered on that. It was like four feet. No, it was no. no we didn't jump six feet. We didn't guys, jump a whole guy's this, this, length. Blatant. That's that's me tall. That's me tall. Yes. We did not fall directly me tall. Dude, th- th- we were over uh, the edge. No, behind yeah. us, the road was at least halfway up the car, maybe more. No, it was. Well, but, yeah, but it wasn't like a sheer cliff. That is not 100% true. What, what do you mean? You well, how can, there's a difference. Dude, it the was, blatant subjectivism in the 21st century. Okay. Right now. Okay. Just exemplified by Shad. It is his. <laughs> Fake news. No, on it's this not, story. It's not fake I news. I feel like you know. What I'm I saying, feel like I understand why people don't come forward about this kind of thing <laughs> because he's just. I'm just being fed lies. I'm being told. I'm being gaslit right now. No, okay, that okay, my okay. experience is not valid. Look, not until you mentioned that I had dodged a car and resulted in us crashing or whatever, did I even remember there was a car? Are you trying to tell me that I'm gaslighting you into believing that there was a car? Yes, or not? something, because I even now thinking about it cannot picture the car. Oh my goodness. I don't I don't want to go into this anymore. I mean, what am I supposed to say to that? There was a car. Yeah, maybe. And then you I, I, I remember I remember there being a car, but like I'm saying as a part of the actual event, there was no car. I remember there being a car and then like a chunk of time later, listen, something happened. Listen, listen. I, I have only one more thing to say. Only one more thing to say on the matter. What? Yeah. What? What is it? What, Mister Victim? Mister Victim. <laughs> the dog is on your side, apparently. Yes, exactly. Fight him. Fight him for me. Uh, I mean. Also, hold your mic properly. You sound like you're a rapper. Is that better? Yes. <laughs> Goodness, but we got Shad worked up right now. Shad is Shad is po'd at the moment. Yes. I'm po'd because this is a public crucifixion. <laughs> Because I said this is not a public crucifixion. Yes, it is because I said you said well, you know what we could talk about on the show today. We could talk about the car thing, and I was like, well, we don't have to do that, right? And, and the whole reason you're doing this is so that other people will see this and they'll come out with their own opinions and all this stuff. And now I've already got my wife and my mom in opposition to me because they know they're like, oh yeah, that sounds like a thing Shad would do. What an idiot, Shad crashing the car. Got a call from my mom. It's like the first thing she mentions. Oh, you know, you almost killed Dylan. Whatever. Not the case. Listen, listen. I think, I think it was much less of a big a deal. I think if, with time and some uh, some hypnotherapy, we will be able to bring out the truth from within your psyche. I, I think now's not the time. It's Look, too fresh. I'm sure that the tracks are still in the dirt. We could go. We could go look. We could go look. Tomorrow we're going to go look. All right. <laughs> Tomorrow we're gonna go look. We're yeah, gonna... Josh isn't going into work tomorrow. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he can go look. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, because it's we're recording this on a Saturday. I mean, why would he be going to mm-hmm. to work on a on a Sunday? Any day, anyway. What what time is? How are we doing on time? I've lost all track of. Is twenty three minutes in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we we can move on from this conversation. Okay, you know if you've got an opinion, uh, especially if it's pro me, that I yeah, would say shove it up your pie hole. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Unless you're a patron, you can pay for it. You can yeah. pay to tell me that I'm wrong. Yes, please, please, I appreciate it. Or pay to tell me I'm wrong, uh, but preferably above ten dollars. I'm not gonna <laughs> not for anybody who's not paying ten bucks. I'm not gonna take your opinion. Right? Exactly, guys. This show. <laughs> Because it is a show. <laughs> I don't care what people say. I don't, I don't care what you're thinking right now, Shadrach Streely. If it wasn't so cold, I'd reach across this table right now and strangle you. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I know I'd make you wish that you died in that car crash. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know right now that I can't feel my fingers, and I doubt you can either. And if you were to reach across to strangle me, you'd pr- they'd probably break on impact. That's uh, probably, probably just snap right off. So, you know, I, I feel safe. I feel secure. Feel a lot more secure than I did about you know, a little while ago at a certain Grand Cherokee. Uh, all right, so uh, one of the things about the show is that we are Patreon supported. We got patrons who help support the show, and uh, I just want to take an opportunity to thank our patrons for for supporting us uh, and helping us uh, be able to have the equipment that we do, uh, and you know potentially help us with the payment of 
uh, a studio that may be coming along in the near future. Um, and so keep keep an eye out for that. That's still in the works, still up in the air, but we're excited about the potential there. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for that. And uh, first off, I want to thank our top patrons, Sammy Roberts, Zach and Amber Straley. Thank you so much for supporting Joe Pavolardo. Joe Pavolardo as well. I mean, we might. He's still is a top patron. He's still a top patron. Yeah. All right. In our hearts, still a top patron. Yeah. No, he's earned it for. A yeah. Long I time. mean, I think that probably <laughs> just from the sake of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can't. We don't need to litigate this right here. <laughs> yeah. But in our hearts, Joe, you will always be. Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. We 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 have loved your support. Um, if you donate a dollar, you can get on our Discord. We do stuff like we're gonna do a, a book, book club. club book club starting. So if yep. you're interested in hopping in on that. A book called God's Chinese Son. Mm, yes, uh, which is about the, history. Of the Taiping revolu- rev- uh, Revolt. It's going to be very good. Uh, but if you want to participate in the actual conversation, mm-hmm. then you're going to need to, to hop on that Discord. Hop on that Discord. Uh, and, and pay. But also you get uh, the episode a, a week early. Uh, sorry, a day early. Yep. Uh, if you pay the $1 tier. And in the $5 tier, you get access to our Patreon post show. Uh, which will be, uh, even though it's so cold, I, I, I guarantee it'll be twice as hot. Mm. So, I mean, that's mm. just a, that's the Dylan Strelly guarantee. Yeah, right I don't there. know. I wonder what he's going to accuse me of on the Patreon. It's yeah, going to make well, it so it's hot. Gonna be, it's twice <laughs> as spicy. Uh, and at the $10, you can ask those questions that we will answer on air, right? We got some questions specifically from Samuel Roberts. Samuel this Roberts. Week. He sent this us week. three solid questions that we're going to go through. Uh, and so, yeah, let me get this up there. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> He's like, this is taking a little longer blah, than I thought blah, it was blah, going blah, to. Blah. I didn't expect this song to go on much longer. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. We got first question. It is March, and March is Lent, and Lent is the fish time. Yes. There are plenty of fish in the sea, we know, but what fish is the best fish? Cephalopods do not count, but crustaceans do. How does I don't that know why. Yeah, I don't know a, why that's the case. That seems Sammy. arbitrary, Sammy. Yeah, I mean, um, why would you say that a lobster is more of a fish than a, a cephal- octopus? Yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me. Doesn't make much sense, but or we'll follow. Atlas. We'll follow by your follow by your. Rules. Uh, yeah, I mean, you paid for it, so yeah. I mean, we're, we'll follow by the <laughs> your explanation. What about sea reptiles? <laughs> <laughs> what about sea snakes? Uh, sneeze. What about a snake? Uh, a sneeze snake. Uh, uh, okay, what's the best fish? What is the best fish? Do do mammalians count? We talking whales? We talking talking dolphins? The cetaceans? <laughs> Cetacean nation? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Josh is giving us a hard no on. I'm that. thinking that if if cephalopods don't count, then then uh, cetaceans definitely don't count. Okay, okay. I don't know. Is a cephalopod a cold blooded creature? I don't. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I I don't think they have hearts. Oh, they probably have hearts, but I don't think they have. Yeah. I, don't octopuses have one heart for each tentacle? Yes. Got it at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, think I think that's, I think that's you're true. Thinking of a starfish. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they can grow. I. I what, what about a starfish? Yeah. What is that? Is that a cephalopod? <laughs> I have no idea. Now we're just getting into the floor, the the fauna. We're getting yeah. into the into the, the animal kingdoms. <laughs> exactly. The, the 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 actual definitions. Um. What is it? It's a kingdom. All right, Sammy, if you're so smart, are they in, the, are they in this question? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think the, my let favorite me tell you, fish it was, is... It was hard for Josh to reach out of that pile of dog skins to text, <laughs> to, to write into his phone. Yeah, almost yeah. as hard as him pronouncing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was uh, tough. Man, I, I don't know, actually. I'm not a huge fish head. Um, but, uh, I'm not a fish punk, you know, like the yeah, others. Yeah, I, I like walleye a lot, mostly because I think they're very delicious, and I think that they're ugly as hell, which is cool. They're very spiny for a freshwater fish, so I like walleye, and especially if we're talking eating fish and for fish time, since it's not quite March yet. It'll be March by the time this episode's out, uh, but, you know, I think that definitely I'm going with uh, the walleye. Mm-hmm. Also, I went once went to a... Hockey game where somebody threw one into a trash can, which was pretty dope. So yeah, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no context needed on that, of course. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Well, so <laughs> uh, it's kind of weird because I don't even think like you know this classic bar conversations or first date conversations, and I don't think that what's your favorite fish is really on the <laughs> on the menu there. Uh, though there's definitely fried cod on the menu there. Uh, I think that having seen a flying fish in the wild. I will say it's a flying fish, only because that's just, I've seen one. I can say that I've seen one. It's I, yeah. I have a story attached to it, so I will say a flying fish. Well, there's a story? 
I mean, a story being I saw a flying fish. <laughs> so I was that's on, not a story. I was on a boat in the Caribbean on my cruise, oh, okay. and there was a flying fish that went, Ga-doom. and I was the only one that and saw it. And you're like, it. oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, there's a flying fish. And she was like, I didn't see it. I was like, oh, it was, uh, <laughs> it was cool, I guess. It was a f- yeah. Yeah, there it was. It's almost as good as me on the last show. I think it was, maybe it was the Patreon where I mentioned I saw a muskrat. I <laughs> <laughs> must have been the Patreon. Uh, have you yeah. ever seen those videos of the flying fish just like, like just decking windsurfers. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that's I what I'm it. talking about. So that's what this is about. You yeah. know, honest the animal kingdom rising up, right? Actively fighting against man. Yeah. The colonizers. Mm-hmm. We have no place on the sea. <laughs> <laughs> we are land creatures. Exactly, exactly. This is the land of the manatee. They are the true the true masters of the ocean. Alright, what's next? What's next? Uh, all right, cool. Next. I'd say actually probably the whale is the master of the ocean. That's true. The next question was, what is the master of the ocean? That's kind of funny. (laughs) Wow. No. uh, Okay, interesting. What is the grossest hotel experience you've ever had? Have you had a gross hotel experience? You've been in a lot more hotels than I have. Yeah. You know, I've like got the normal ones where it's like you got to like, there's like hair and stuff and you got to call that thing. But I think actually probably my wildest. I had two wild hotel experiences. When I was living and working in D.C., I lived in D.C. proper and I worked across the Potomac in Alexandria. Um or Roslyn, which was near Alexandria. And uh, on two occasions, two separate occasions, I stayed at a hotel in Roslyn. One was when the protests were really bad in the summer and the the trains were getting shut down. And I just thought rather than just risk the trains getting shut down when I needed to commute, I was just going to stay in a hotel. So they paid for a hotel for me. And then the other time was election night because there was like – some insinuations that if the election had gone one way, like, you know, DC could have gotten a little crazy. So <laughs> I, um, the, the election night had its own thing. I, I, I drank a lot of really cheap, um, champagne and, and didn't have a very good evening. But for, uh, the protest summer, I was sleeping and, um, someone started screaming <laughs> at yeah. like 3 a.m. But it was not like somebody screaming in terror or like screaming at somebody. It was like somebody making ghoul noises. <laughs> Going like, <laughs> um, somebody was pretending to be Frankenstein. Yeah, well, and then there was banging, Monster, yeah. right? And um, I, I mean, it's like, you know, not to make fun of the guy, but somebody had Tourette's. Mm-hmm. And so there's somebody, somebody on the hall was having like a major Tourette's attack. Mm-hmm. And so, but... When you're like half asleep and like it's 1 a.m. and you're in an unfamiliar <laughs> bed, like normally I'd be like, whatever, that'd like wash yeah. right over me, yeah. right? But I was just so convinced. I was like, I am going to die. Like <laughs> somebody is me, in yeah. this hotel right now and their goal is to kill Shadrach Straley. And mm-hmm. like, you know, there's like those moments in your life where you sit there and you start thinking to yourself, like, I think I'm good with God. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, you well, know? you know, if I had to die right this second. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I think I'm good with God. It'd be a bummer. But, you know, it's just, and I was like, I was literally thinking that. I was like staring and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I mean, I've been in confession in the last couple of weeks. I guess that's okay. I, I don't know what's going, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty intense. And like, you know, heart palpitations, I ended up like, I, I ended up being able to get back to sleep. And then he, the guy had another attack. And mm-hmm. then I just was like, Boom! You know, I was up again. I, you know, I would like open the door. I was looking outside, like just half expecting someone running down <laughs> at me. And I end up calling the front desk, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, it's just like a, just, a, it's just a thing you got to deal with." And I was like, "Okay, that's fine. I just, yeah. I now I know that it's just somebody who has, you know, a disability. It's not yeah. like I'm gonna get murdered." <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, pretty wild, yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call that a gross experience, but maybe gross as in the gross injustice. Yeah, well, I feel like everybody's heard like, oh, I opened the comforter and there was hair in it or Mm -hmm. whatever. But I mean, what about you? Did you once go to a hotel and there was hair in the comforter? (sighs) Yeah, I mean, it was. I opened the comforter and lo and behold, a full a full wig fell out. No, I (laughs) I I think that if I had a a gross experience, it was. How about this? How about just like skeevy experience? Just like okay. kind of kind of gross was when I went to New Orleans. Oh yes, yes. And we went to a hotel called the Saint. Yes. Uh which is a boutique hotel uh which I think is for young 20-somethings. Yeah. Uh who f- are a little bit more on the wealthy side who yeah. are, are looking to get down in LA uh in LA. Well, it is yeah. L.A., but they ended up going to New Orleans instead because <laughs> <laughs> it was cheaper to get there. New Orleans. Yeah, because they live in Florida. No, yeah. So 
long story short is that it's like a really heavy modern decor. I mean, they had like in the lobby, they had those hand chairs, you know, from yeah. um, Gosh, I hate those hand chairs. Arrested Development or whatever. Yeah. One of those hand chairs. <laughs> and like, you know, the chandelier like had like mannequin arms on it or whatever. You know, it's like that whole Dumb. kind of thing. The bar that was in the hotel yeah. had a uh, uh, burlesque Thursdays. Wow. Okay. So it wasn't like because I know it's really popular to have like drag nights and stuff right now, but like no, it was like a full like this is a burlesque thing like for for sexy ladies to come out. So I mean that's weird to just have at your hotel. Um, but the other thing was is that uh the hotel room itself. Yeah. Right. Well, so first off, there's a, a series of suites at this hotel. Yeah, right? I imagine they'll have. Uh, well, one of them is the Lucifer Suite. Whoa. Whoa. And that one, it comes with uh, an erotic dancing pole. Nice. Yes. Well, sorry, not erotic. Exotic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, those that are in the exotic dance world. <laughs> I did not mean to imply that you are All the exotic workers. dancers who are in <laughs> well, listening, I don't know, man. Podcast. I don't know. The reach of this is just exploding. Yes. You know? we gotta, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube shorts are actually performing fairly well, yeah, so who knows? It's funny. Uh, but any dang way... Uh, so, you know, you know the kind of place it is. Well, going into our room, uh, there was a just a full length mirror on the wall behind the bed. Nice. Right. And, you know, I don't I don't want to be crass. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, but you know why that's there. You it's like uh, it's there. like when uh, Becky and I got married uh, um, on our wedding night, we got upgraded to the, you know. To the mm-hmm. VIP. Mm-hmm. And like every nice hotel room I've ever been in, like really nice one, because I've had an opportunity to be in some like really nice hotel rooms. They've always got some weird crap with the shower. Yeah. Like yeah. you can always see into the shower. From yeah, from it, the it's, room. I, yeah. I, it's just weird. <laughs> like like uh like it's, it's, it always makes you feel like this is where people go to like cheat on their wives. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like, oh, this is them meeting their mistress in Memphis or whatever. Like yeah. I w- we went to a we we were in Memphis and we were in this uh we didn't stay in it, but we went in this corners this corner suite. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when it's like three rooms worth on a corner on like a high floor. And the bathroom, literally the shower was in the middle of the room. And it was a column of glass. <laughs> so it was just like... See-through glass? Yeah, it was just like... It's like, oh, the cocktail party is just making its way into the shower room now. <laughs> it was insane. And you're like, oh, okay, this is like... You know, for the David Bolzarians of the world, or yeah. whatever, it's the Andrew Tate suite. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, well, the other thing that this hotel had was an intimacy kit, oh, is okay. what they called it. Nice. Um, which was sort of, you know... No like, need to elaborate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the kind of thing yeah. that you would usually get at a mini bar at your hotel. Was it, oh, uh, was it, was it like flashcards and so you could grow an emotional Im- Im- intimacy with, like, your, with yeah. your spouse? What is your uh, sort of... Describe your love languages. Yeah, describe your darkest moment in your mind. Oh, yeah, oh when okay. When you felt the most vulnerable as a yeah, person. That's some real emotional yeah, intimacy. exactly. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, goodness. So, yeah, anyway, that was pretty gross, I gotta say. Okay. Uh, but it was super weird because the Ritz was like... Uh, half a block over yeah and uh, a lot of people were staying at that ritz because that's where the conference was being held and uh, they were all saying that it was the grossest hotel they'd been in in a very long time <laughs> at the ritz there was like pee on the the, the seats at the toilets yeah and I, I do not get this so. yeah well i mean sometimes like you know like yeah a ritz isn't gonna always be like the new york ritz that's you know what i mean depending on where that's you are true. sometimes just the you know, i hear the name and i'm like yeah i, I want put me on some of that you're sitting you there know? sipping your chicory coffee and dr nut yeah, this is a thing that was big in the fifties and seven or fifties through like the seventies in New Orleans. This soda called Doctor Nut. <laughs> um, I'm currently reading a, a, a Confederacy of Duntons, which takes place in New Orleans. So now I'm full of New Orleans facts from mm. like 1958. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, it's the ideal time to yeah, know any see, facts about exactly. Anything. Yeah, exactly. it tasted like amaretto. That's what the soda tasted. Ooh, like, that actually sounds, sounds like it would have been really good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. How about this? When was the last time you did something for the first time? Hmm. Last, this is tough for me. Last time I did something for the first time. Uh, oh, today I spent an entire day working at a coffee shop, which I've never done before. Mm-hmm. It sucked. I hated it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had no fun. Yeah, to apologize yeah, uh, to everybody. I, you know, the place that I worked at just had bad seats. And, like, that's fun when you're sitting there and you can, like, lean back and you're working on your, you know... Like, I, I, I don't like putting my laptop on my lap, so it's like I can't, like, lean back. Um... We're getting ordered. Dylan is ordering. Just, Josh, just to, let her out. Yeah, yeah, just let the dog out, dude. Um, She's whining too much. 
Uh, I mean, I get it. She's skinless. It, I, there's pain. I <laughs> understand pain. it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I really didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. I, I, and also, like, a coffee shop's like a fine place to work in some circumstances, right? But it's fine most of the time when everybody's following coffee shop rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you not, know, not the case. Yes. Well, especially because the particular coffee shop you are at, were at was, is a coffee shop bar. Right. Yes. I've been in circumstances where that, those two, it was not the bar element. It was not the yeah. bar element. It was the fact that there was just somebody who wouldn't shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there trying to focus on something, and somebody was like, just scream talking to the person who was across the seat from them. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who can you know stay quiet. I guess. But I was just like, ah, <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> I think the place is like it has some personnel changes or whatever, but whoever was running the coffee shop, this is the second time that this has happened since I've been there. They they play like the Hobby Lobby instrumental worship music. <laughs> and, oh, oh man, rough. it sucks. You're sitting there. Like, I, I, I caught her humming. I caught the lady humming <laughs> while she was making my Americano. And I was like, I see what you're doing. <laughs> So I don't know. Hey, our God is an awesome God. You yeah, know? it was. Uh, it was. What's that song? All together, lovely. Yeah. All, All together, worthy. What's the? What's the? I forget what it's called. Full to me. Here I am. Here I, yes, it was here I am to worship, and it was the worst thing about those instrumentals is they're not even impressive. It's like <laughs> just so half-assed. It's just the melody with some yeah, piano behind it. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, he was, yeah, so that was going on. And so I was in like a, a weirdly bad mood because of that. I was like, what is this? 2000 freaking 13. What's yeah, going on? Geez, yeah. I didn't <laughs> so, become a Catholic for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's on Eagle's wings? Yeah. <laughs> we have our own cringe music. Why aren't we playing that? Oh, now, what about uh, you? What's the last time you did something for the first geez, time? I'm trying to think because um, generally uh, I have a very regimented lifestyle in which I don't really like to try new things. Yeah. You know? uh, and the things that I do try that are new are non-consequential. Like I played a new board game for the first time. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Know, things that are actually have no tangible impact on my life whatsoever. Um, so if I had to, to make a, a concrete call on this... I can't, that's the thing. I can't even think of one. And, and that I think is just indicative of a larger problem with my lifestyle in general so. more than anything. It's, I will actually, you know, I can, I can say another thing I did for the first time to bail you out of having a boring life. What would that be? I made pizza. Oh, you made pizza. So I didn't just make pizza. Well, I make pizza all the time. I just open up the box and I uh, put it in the, put <laughs> in it the, in oven. the stove. Yeah, yeah it you just got goes. Your it takes about fifteen minutes. I like to go fourteen, though, if it says fifteen, because I like it a little less than crispy. So if you know, I always say if it says fifteen to seventeen, I do that lower end. So fun fact about me. And then you eat the entire thing, and then I eat the whole thing in one <laughs> sitting by myself. So. That's classic, like, my wife's not here move. Yeah. <laughs> I always say, I always tell people, like, when they say, like, what's it like being married? I say, well, it, it becomes very obvious to you very quickly why, you know, well, two things. Why men grow in weight when they get married, but mm-hmm. also why they live longer. Mm-hmm. It's a weird simultaneous thing. Because, like, <laughs> yes, you're eating better, and more often than not, you're eating more in some ways. But you're, there's certain things that you just don't do, which are going to increase your lifespan. Yeah. And one of those things, it's just the thing that you normally would do as a bachelor, that just another person being there prevents you from doing. Preventing you from because of shame. Because of because shame. shame. Because you because wouldn't want to do shame. this in front of another person. And so, like eating an entire pizza in one sitting, mm-hmm. right? Which is something that, as a bachelor, you know, when I was living in DC, I did not do often. But when I was in East Lansing, I would do <laughs> fairly often. <laughs> And yeah, coincidentally, I gained like 40 pounds. I was very fat. Well, uh, well so funnily enough, uh, just I think it was like four weeks ago, I went to do some errands on my lunch hour. Yeah. And I got back and I had bought a pizza. It was a smaller pizza. Yeah. You know, not my usual medium size. Brought the pizza back. Uh, and I did not expect my wife to be home when I arrived. <laughs> she was there. She was on her lunch early. And then you had to like. And she was like, oh, goodness, I, you got a pizza. Yeah, for us, <laughs> for lunch, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, 
And then she knew what was going on immediately. <laughs> she knew that I had not bought the pizza for her. And I had to double back on it. And I had yeah. to be like, no, of course, of course, I, I bought it for you. I mean, why would I eat a whole pizza yeah. by myself yeah. on a Monday morning? There's certain, there's certain things that change, you know, like that <laughs> changes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's also the added element of like, um, you know, like I used, you know, in my mind, if I eat poorly, it's like a treat just for Shad. It's yes. like a Shad treat. Mm-hmm. Right. But the one time I had eaten, like I had actually finished recording here, I was like, I'm going to get myself a little fast food mm-hmm. in a fast food. Then went home and Becca smelled it on my breath. She was like, are you, did you like, are you trying to make me not eat food with you? What is going on? You didn't <laughs> even text me about that. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even imagine that you could possibly would want. I just, I just, you know, this is the thing that I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, much has been said about how, uh, Marriage rips you from solipsism and forces you to actually value and think about other people. Other people, but yeah, uh, which is the pits? Let it's me the pits you. to do so. Yeah, yeah. Marriage not worth it. Total scam. Get out of there, dude. Get out of there, dude. Dudes. Enjoy your freedom. Die at forty-five, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like every man has been met two sets of bronze. Eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but the I made a pizza. Mm. I made several pizzas actually. I, I, we received from a very generous family member a uni mm. for Christmas, which I don't know if you've seen them, but they're a pizza oven. Uh, you can get them like indoors. They can be like electric and stuff. Yeah. But this one's propane powered. And yeah, it's just like a, it's, it's, it takes like 25 minutes to heat up and it's just like a, just a full ass pizza oven mm-hmm. that you, it's really small. It's not permanent structure. You can move it around, et cetera. And you just put it on a table outside and then you can like wood fire Neapolitan pizzas. Yeah. Well, so uh, one of the things that I, I had a discussion with recently with uh, future guests of the show, Dr. <laughs> Daryl Hart. Did you talk to him about being on the show? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. But it's funny because I told him uh, when we were we were there, I was like, oh, we finally got miles on. I could tell. He was like, oh, why wasn't I on? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> we've tried to get you on the show. You got, just come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've asked you. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, so um, we were talking about how, uh, and I won't I won't get into that. Maybe we'll talk about this on the Patreon, but there's yeah. a, a particular entrepreneur who's coming into Hillsdale to buy up a lot of real estate. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he subscribes to the podcast, so he knows who he is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one of the things we talked about was whether or not Hillsdale needs another pizza place. Yes, yes. Right, you know. But that they're opening a wood-fire pizza. Yes, exactly. And so, you know, the the thing that, you know, we could argue is that the, the we have a lot of pizza around here, but it's a lot of the Domino's, it's the Hunger Howie's, you know, yeah. it's the Cottage Inn's. You know, we don't have like a nice, nice pizza place like, yeah. you know, like that. And so, you know, the way, only way to fill the niche currently is to make your own pizzas. Yes. Right. And, you know, I think that generally... It, you know, we've got a, an oven that operates as a pizza oven, you know, an electric yeah. electric oven that does that. Generally, I'm just like, I mean, I don't know why I would need an, an additional wood fire pizza when the amount of money you would be spending on something artisanal, right? Yeah. In this area, uh, you know, the amount of time and effort put into this pizza is not big enough for this to be, you know, worthwhile in my experience. Wait, so wait, what do you, what? I think like it, going to an artisanal place would not be worth it oh. because I, uh, I think that. I don't know. I mean, it, it's a lot of work. I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. It's very cheap. You can make a lot of pizza for real cheap because mm-hmm. uh, dough is, you know, nothing. And, you know, you can be judicious about your toppings and do a lot of good work there. Uh, but, I mean, if you're talking about a pizza oven of any size, because the average person like uh, has a has this thing called the pizza pit. Mm. It's this part of their stomach that exists solely for eating large quantities of pizza pie. <laughs> and so, like, you know, you can just pop out like 10 inch after 10 inch after 10 inch after 10 inch pizza. But, you know, like to feed more than two people, like two people, you, you're going to need a personal pan pizza for each of those people. <laughs> right? So it's it's a bit of a... It's a, it's a hard it's hard work, and I can imagine it'd be a little easier to go to like a wood fire place, and you know, also you know, it's just but also then like spend thirty dollars on a pizza. Yeah, it's actually going to probably be yeah. pretty expensive. Thirty dollars for a large, probably. That's yeah, like, that's actually probably not going to be thirty dollars. That you're overshooting it with thirty dollars, but overshooting it. I think so. Yeah. Thirty bucks. No if way. If you no. go to if you go to how much is how much Howie's. how much is Cavoni's? How much is you know, Hungry Howie's? Sixteen bucks. I I for bet a large you. Pizza. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but I imagine. Uh, how much is Cavoni's? How much is a large pizza at Cavoni's? Which is like a would be equivalent. That's that was like that's a locally owned, not not you know here, but locally mm-hmm. owned nice pizza place. Great pizza, by the way. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Say twenty something dollars. Or excuse me, am I thinking Cascarelli's? You're thinking of Cascarelli's. Excuse me, my bad. Cavoni's, I n- not a big fan, but <laughs> uh, Cascarelli's definitely yes. The Cavoni's is definitely under twenty dollars for yes, a large yes, pizza pie. I, I guarantee that that is yes, the case. Yes, Cavoni's uh, grape grinders. You can get a good grinder there. Yeah, um, give you indigestion. That was heartburn, no matter what. But <laughs> it is tasty. What? Yeah, the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi is slow. What? Yeah, I mean, because the I don't internet, know why the power the is all have, out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the internet, the power is all out. Yeah. Oh, the data is slow. The data is slow. Uh, yeah. Data. Okay. Um, Cascarelli's, yeah. Uh, I guess that'd be the question. Uh, maybe because t- I mean, I think minimum twenty five dollars for a large pizza if you're if you're like trying to do something nice like that. I th- that's the thing is it have to be price competitive. But there's a difference though between like Neapolitan wood fire, also, because like Neapolitan wood fire pizza is cheap because it's super thin and really low on toppings. Yeah, but you're not paying for the the materials. You're paying for the preparation and the ambiance. You know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Who knows? So um, I don't know. I'm just cynical. I'm just cynical. But okay, you know, uh, if you want a, a nice pizza like that right now, you got to drive a significant amount of time. You know, and usually places that have large weights. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you're doing it right. You know, you gotta you gotta pizza yeah. There's a, to go for. well, there's some dope pizza. You can go get some Detroit style at um. Clavons, Clavons, yeah. but that's like forty minutes worth of driving. It's more than forty minutes, actually. You got to go past Jackson, don't you? I know it's about forty-five, and then you've got to wait forty-five when you yeah, get but there. you just order it to go. Yeah, I guess you could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, but like, if you're yeah. gonna drive forty-five minutes. Why would you pick up a to-go pizza? Well, one time, we sometimes did we when you sometimes when your wife is like, I can't get out of bed and I need cavonis, then you do that. <laughs> sometimes you do things for your wife. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, yes. So I did. You know, I, I I guess I didn't know that this would be triggering some sort of weird rant from you about the the price of a pizza pie. But I, uh, <laughs> I guess I've thought about it far too much. I had a long conversation with Doctor Daryl Hart about. It. Okay, okay. Maybe we can have a, more of a conversation with him on the show about it. But I I want to ask you a question. Actually, in your mind, what are, what would be required of a person in order for them to get having a pizza oven? Mm-hmm. Imagine you have a pizza oven in front of you. It is at the perfect temperature. Yeah. Okay, what do you need to do in order to make sure that there is a Neapolitan pie in front of you? You know, burnt edges. What what are the steps? What are the steps? What are you trying to do? Uh, I take the piece of dough, the piece of pie. uh, I spread (laughs) it out on a on corn flour. Okay. To to make sure it doesn't normally stick. Neapolitans you just use regular flour you don't use corn uh, cornmeal well let's just it's say that, cornmeal you know, I've got corn a flour. I got a, a a Midwestern wife who okay. has Midwestern ideas about pizza and corn flour uh, and so okay corn it's not called corn flour cornmeal yeah or is it I thought it was called corn flour it's called cornmeal uh, cornstarch it's a different thing very different anyway you put that on there <laughs> yeah. uh, spread that bad boy out. You grab a ladle of the sauce, <laughs> put the sauce on it, you mm-hmm. put the cheese the top the cheese, the topping, the cheese, slide that bad boy in. And it only takes less than five, maybe a little bit over five minutes. No, it's even less than that. Yeah. Yeah. If it's at the right temperature, it should only take like a minute, maybe a minute and a half if you're really like unsure about the temperature mm-hmm. and stuff. Um so yeah. why did you ask me how I would make a pizza? Well, pie? because it's more nuanced than that. <laughs> <laughs> You just you just said that to gatekeep me. Yeah, I did. Jeez, I wouldn't let you anywhere near my uni, <laughs> which is a stupid name for a thing. Yeah. I was actually watching a lot of videos in preparation for uh, my for my maiden pizza voyage, um, because we're going to be doing a birthday party for Rebecca, in which we make large quantities of pizza. But um, in my maiden pizza voyage, I was watching these videos, and it, it got launched. It only got launched in Britain first. I mm. think it's British, and so. All the YouTubers are British, and there's this guy whose like thing it is that he records every pizza he makes. Like he's, you all know, every, I record every one of my pizzas. I'm like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, I do know, I do know. Um, but, what a life! What yeah, a what a grind! And like his thing is that he makes like like pizza every other day, basically records every pizza, and then has like you know tips and tricks, and like shows you know you know, and he's like obviously I don't know, it's odd, it's odd. He, mm. You know, he talks all about like, you know, yeast quantities and and et cetera. I don't know. We didn't have any problem with the dough. 
And then was like, I actually probably should have let it rest longer because, you know, you got to like proof it properly mm-hmm. and give it plenty of time to rise. But and that's just like, you reduce know, the gluten content. Baking and stuff. Yeah, spread it out properly. I made a mistake on one of the pizzas because here's the thing. Here's a step that you have to take. First off, you have to spread it not on the peel because the amount of flour that you need to, to make it malleable without getting sticky mm-hmm. is so high that you don't want to like cover your peel in it. So you have to do that. And then you got to move that from the cutting board or the working surface onto the peel and then you put the toppings on all right i'll bite i'll, I'll bite the peel is the paddle yes the the sorority paddle yes that you, you put pizza on that is the peel mm-hmm. but the problem is what no i said peel not the pee hole it's peel. You, you're not on the damn show. Get back in your furs, dude. Yeah. You cover a man in dog furs and yeah. he, just, he resorts get, to his baser instincts. We're going to get comment after comment. People are going to be like, can hear the freaking producers? Yeah, because we'll give him a microphone for a reason. Because <laughs> um, he says stuff like pee hole. He says pee hole. This is a Christian podcast. It is. It is. Jeez Louise. Uh, <laughs> our God is awesome. <laughs> uh, but the... Um, but I made a mistake. I ended up making two calzones <laughs> because hell yeah. While it was on the the work surface, I put all the toppings on, mm. and that weight difference is enough to make it impossible to, to get that thing on a damn peel. <laughs> so everybody was in the other room enjoying the evening, listening to music and talking, and I was in there just being like. Rah! You know, trying to fold it, I ended up just like rolling it onto the peel and then throwing it in the oven. And mm-hmm. of course, it, the second one was very undercooked, but um, first one was okay. Um, but yeah, no, so you know, you do that, you throw it on you, and then you have to, you know, generously flour the peel, and then you put the pizza on the peel. And the thing that everybody screws up, the thing that everybody speaks on, this number one thing, this number one thing. And like, if you look online on like how do you use this uni, the number one thing is like, the launch. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it when you put the pizza <laughs> onto the pizza stone. It's called from the pee hole. It's called the launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of different ways to launch your pizza. There's all sorts of tips about like making sure you don't have to use as much flour, like lowering the yeast content, you know, uh, doing proper distribution, doing something called the, the hovercraft method. Where you pick up one edge of the pizza and blow under it to like create an <laughs> air bubble, uh, you know. Actually, you know, he's looking. Josh is looking at me like that's unsanitary. The thing is, the thing is burning it like nine hundred degrees. It's like eight hundred and fifteen is like usually where I or I launch the pizza at. So like, <laughs> nothing can survive. <laughs> the pizza barely survives. Yeah, the pizza barely um, makes it out alive. But then yeah, you so the launch and so I mean you got for me I just basically just put like I had a spatula that was covered in flour and I would just put it underneath mm-hmm. the pizza and then try to spread enough flour because then you have to like test it. You jiggle it hoping to like get a good slide. You know, you launch it. I did not have a failed launch. Mm. Which is great. I did like six pizzas without a single failed launch, which is rare. Most people have failed launches. Yeah, wow. Um, see, see, Shad, not I'm, only is he a, a pizza maker, but he is actually a young, exceptional savant. I am a pizza right. prodigy. Mm-hmm. Almost as good as you talking into your mic properly. Point in the right direction, dude. I don't know why I'm having a hard time. With this. Just hold on to this. The thing. The I know, thing tells you. I know. The, the uh, little microphone nipple was trying to direct me. Yeah. Um, okay, but. <laughs> Um, it's kind of crazy though because you you launch the pizza, and then you know you look inside, and literally within seconds, you know the crust is rising, it's crackling. You see the cheese melt. You know you see everything kind of like solidify. So I don't have a very important tool mm. because most pizza ovens have one flame, and that's in the back. And that's creating like very, you know, it's like cascading over the entire thing, but mm-hmm. it's still like creating a heat in one direction. So what you have to do is you have to rotate the pizza multiple times. So if you're talking about like if you're going to a wood fire or something, you got somebody where they've got this peel that's different than the launch peel. That is like this. Of course. Which I mean, is, why would it be the same? Exactly. Which is like a stick with like a, like a circle on it. And you use it to flip the pizza around so that it can get cooked on all sides. Nice Chad, if I come to this party on Saturday and you do not have a turn peel, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, you're going to lose your pizza making. Well, well I got to order it soon if I'm going to get it in time. But uh, so, but the difference is that my oven has an L shape on the fire, so like two half, like about half of it's being cooked at any given time. But you still have to, 
you know, shoot your peel back in, pull it out, and then like take tongs or your hands or something and flip it around and then throw it back in. Um, and at that point, you know, you have to move it around a couple of times, get it a good heat differential. You know, there's like it's all about zones. Like you got to like, there's like three distinct heat zones on the thing. And so would you say that this is like really? You're talking about this like many men talk about, say, grilling and or golfing. Uh, where <laughs> there is a, I was wearing my white New Balances in the Ooh. process. So, so you were fly as hell. Yeah, Josh Palladino. Josh Palladino came over. Was like, you got your Z's on. <laughs> <laughs> you got your damn Z's on. Uh, uh, yeah, but um, so it, it feels like that. Yeah, it felt like that. You, you you have fully. It's funny because we did not go into this. Yeah, with the assumption of talking about any mono, monomaniacal obsessions, but I mean. I think Josh would agree that this is pretty much sounding like Shad went into the freaking deep end on pizza. Yeah. Well, and I don't know, man. I, so, like, if we want to have someone, you know, there's a different deep end on pizza than what I'm in right now. I really have no patience for, like, I really do not want to read or, like, watch videos about it. Mm-hmm. I find it very boring. <laughs> I enjoy and the process. You, and, and yet you have uh, a full analysis at the start of this conversation about a particular YouTuber yes, about that's pizza. True. That's true. So, I, 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 I do, I, I, I enjoyed the process. It's like sort of like I I really didn't like what it's what it's making me remember was when I was really doing a lot of cocktails. Yeah. And I was writing about cocktails and I was making a lot of cocktails. And you know, I really enjoyed the rush of like making stuff for like 10 people mm-hmm. and doing that sort of thing and like being kind of the center of attention and that I wasn't even really at the party and I would just show up and be like and have a thing that you're going to like and they're like, "Wow, this is very good," you know. Um, so it was scratching that itch pretty hard. Just mm-hmm. like the, I'm in the lab making Zaws. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Zaw lab. I'm in the Zaw lab acquiring large quantities of Zaw. So it was good though. I mean, yeah, I'm excited to see. You know, I, mean, I feel like we have, this is a transcendental experience for you. I feel like you've, you've witnessed the divine no, uh, I, and you know, are a changed man because of it. Yeah, well, yeah. I still have a lot of work on my pizzas. I've my last one turned out pretty good. She's a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> she sauces marvelously. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I, now, of course, like, it was one of those things where it wasn't really that hard. And if like we prep the dough and stuff in time, it's like this might be the activity of the summer. Could this be a pizza boy summer? This might be a pizza boy summer because you know if you've got you know half pizza oven will attract you know half pizza oven will travel. Hopefully, you know some people were like because we had like a couple over and one other person, and they were like, "What if like we brought pizzas toppings for you to make in your on, oven?" In sat on you know for the for the birthday party, what if we just brought like just whole pizzas for you to cook and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, I, you know, I guess I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I might as well break it out. Throw know. them in the uni. See how, yeah, it, see how, see how, see, see how it crisps up. I mean, it won't be my stuff, so I, I can't really guarantee that it's going to be, you know, it's going to really work in the oven. Yeah, but. yeah. So it was fun. Yeah, I'm excited to see kind of how it goes. I, You know, I'm, I'm hoping, I mean, it went well enough on the first shot to where, like, I'm not feeling like it's going to be one of those things where you do it once and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think... I felt good. Enough you could about be it. a guy that that's his thing. I could. You, that's where this is where we're headed. I could travel too. I could throw that in the back. You could of be the, a traveling pizza guy. I could throw that in the back of the Grand Cherokee. Go into a lake with it, <laughs> uh, and then sell it. You know, put it all in insurance fraud. Yeah. No, uh, I could. You know, go to Lake Bobby's, make I'll, pizzas by yeah, the lake. Got a table. And you, some you propane. Are, you are going to be just like the the dream of the Hillsdalian who just walks by and says, "I wish to someday be that man, no, guy sure that, that can make wood fire." I'm pizzas sure that there's just going to be so many dudes. Like, what the hell you guys got there? Ew! What is that? A, a pizza oven? Is that a unai? Unai is what <laughs> they call it. Yeah, yeah it's one of those have... Japanese things that no, unai. It's not not quite. I I I do kind of have a feeling though that. It would be it would attract some unwanted attention. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, not it's, as in it's like flamboyant not in as a lot of respects. Negative attention, but like just unwanted is in like I really don't want to have this conversation <laughs> with every single dude who walks by. Every dad's gonna be like, "What the heck is that? You yeah. got pizza oven over there?" Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we're in the za we're in the za era, za era. Shad's in the za era. Nice thing also too is you don't need power to power the uni. There you go. And in these dark times. In these dark times, considering just how apparently uh, compromised 
our electronic grid is, then it's true. When the nation falls, there will be a pizza oven. <laughs> well, I need propane. I don't know if there'll be much propane when the nation, uh, when the nation falls, but it's true. You actually hook it up to natural gas too. You can buy <laughs> you can buy an adapter so you can hook it up to your natural gas supply, which I think is hilarious. That is a, a great yeah. a great situation. Yeah, I have no idea where the heck I would even do that. <laughs> I mean, hey, you don't have to drive to the store. How about that? Yeah, yeah. No. I think propane's a lot more inert than natural gas is, if I'm not mistaken. So like less explosive. Yeah. Like, well, then it's less fun. That's what I have to say about it. Oh, okay, so. you're right. We should be enjoying ourselves as much as possible. All right. Ladies well, and gentlemen, well, I can't feel my toes. Um, I will probably lose my leg to frostbite because we recorded this episode because uh, I've been sitting still this whole time. So if you have an opportunity to subscribe to the Patreon in order to get Dylan a new leg, perhaps we can get him an ivory leg and we can be just like our our, our whole thing and be Captain Ahab. Wow. Incredible. The ultimate monomaniac is back, baby. Yes. Well, you know, regardless. We should start an ivory leg tier. That's just all the money goes towards acquiring <laughs> a ivory. large ivory dude, leg. Dude, if we just put an ivory leg up on the wall there, dude, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be cool as hell. Oh, speaking of which, we forgot. Ah, oh, man. I forgot on my way, on my rush out, I the studio does not have the... Uh, <laughs> The sign that was included in the last episode, the gift from Sammy Roberts. Ah, yes. The gift like from Sammy Roberts that I paid most of for. Yes. Yeah. The tool rule sign. Yeah. So we'll get there. Sammy, I'm sorry. I will make sure that's in the next uh, next episode. But all right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Stay safe out there.